0: Welcome back to World Cup Coffee and Tea at Northwest 18th and Gleason in Portland. I'm Tom D'Antoni, and this is another OMN Coffee Shop Conversation. With me today is blues soul gospel singer LaRonda Steele. She's one of our best, having come up in Norman Sylvester's band, as have so many singers, sung back up behind the best, and now taking her place in the spotlight with a new album with keyboardist Louis King-Louis Payne. They have a new album out called Rock Me Baby, and we'll hear some of that. We'll also hear about the part of her career that keeps her the busiest, and one side of the Oregon music scene we hear about the least, gospel music. Next time, jazz journalist Lynn Darrick will join us to talk about and read from his new book on jazz in the Northwest. Right now, let's talk with Loranda Steele, shall we? This is The Cupping Room. Welcome to The Cupping Room. Thank you for having me. <laughs> uh, so, you have a brand new record out. Yes. And people really like it.
1: I am so excited about that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got a good review and was it was a downbeat.
1: I know, yes. Yes. Wow. Four out of five stars. I mean, that's... What's wrong that's, with the fifth star? Well... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to be the next record. Maybe okay. Of, yeah. That's next one. Oh, it's something to shoot for. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so how, how, did, how did this album happen then? Tell me all about it. This album happened um, after I uh, asked Lewis several different times, and he'll tell you this. Um, yeah. He and I have um, worked closer together in the last four, maybe four years or so, mm-hmm. ever since... Um, our diva linda Linda got uh, diagnosed with yeah. the um, with the kidney kidney cancer, and so I started helping with her band and um, and that then allowed me to start working with some of the other musicians, including Lewis. and he and I would do duo gigs together uh-huh. and some trio gigs and um, and then uh, people just started asking. Uh, at at the different events if we had a cd with us on it Mm -hmm. and we individually have several uh, releases Mm -hmm. um, but together we didn't have anything so i thought hmm yeah (laughs) people are asking for something maybe there's a demand for it so let's let's put something together Uh so that's how it came
0: uh huh. And and um, how did you decide what you were going to what you were going to sing?
1: <laughs> we didn't know what we were going to do. We we got in the studio and just said, okay, how about we do all of the songs that, or not all, but most of the songs that we do together on a set list. Yeah. So it just kind of came from that. We said, "Well, we'll record about maybe fourteen of them, and then we'll see which ones we like." And so, uh-huh. and that was pretty easy because there there's, there aren't any originals to to have to be concerned with. We just did what we did what we do. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> so, and and um uh, who else? Is this just the two of you? No, we've got um right. Uh, a beautiful corral of incredible musicians. Mm-hmm. So on drums, because we went in and recorded in two days all the yeah. rhythm tracks. Yeah. And we could get Edwin Coleman the third on one day and we got Brian Foxworth. You call Brian Foxworth's name on one of those tunes. I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder did I call Edwin's name? His name is long. Edwin Coleman the third. You can't really just you know, how am I gonna listen to Tony? <laughs> um I don't believe so. Okay. No, no. Yeah. Um, so we used those two drummers, and we had Renato for one day. Oh, boy. So Renato came in, blowed horn, um, yeah. and we used Dave Ayula on mm-hmm. guitar as well as um, Linda Hornbuckles. Well, I call him Linda Hornbuckles, a uh, guitarist, um um lang Yeah. Uh, you got to help me some... You have to edit this part uh, out. Yeah, okay, don't worry. All right. <laughs> Doug Lewis, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Doug Lewis. Doug Lewis. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so we had Doug on... Uh, Doug Lewis is amazing. On, uh, I think, a couple of the cuts. And we actually called in a different... Uh, we called in another keyboard player, uh, James Mullen, gospel uh-huh. keyboard player. Uh-huh. And we um we listened to... Phenomenal woman is what we used him on, and we listened to the track, and Lewis plays it really, really well. And he and I both said we need gospel piano. Ah, and so uh-huh. we, we sent out um, a rash of uh, emails and texts, and James Mullen was the first to respond, and he went on the internet and studied some of Janet, studied the song, and studied. Janice's approach, yeah, and it was just beautiful. It turned out, it just it made me weep. Wow. Yes, how beautiful it was, and and uh, and my daughters are singing background vocals. Lauren and Sarah Steele are singing background vocals. So that's the gang of us. Wow, (laughs) wow. Um, uh,
0: Do you have a favorite tune?
1: Oh, is it that gospel tune? You know, I think. I have several favorites. Uh-huh. I would I would have to say that uh, Phenomenal Woman would be my favorite because it uh-huh. <clears throat> it encompasses um I think close close closest to everything that I am. It has the gospel feel. It has my daughters involved, and it it has some sassiness, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> with with Maya Angelou's lyrics, uh-huh. and and it has and has that beautiful and it reminds me of Janice. It reminds me of Linda. It reminds me of all. Uh, of the women who, who just are powerful women who who have been trailblazers uh-huh. and have laid the foundation for us to to kind of come in and, and enjoy some freedoms. Uh-huh. So uh, I like that one. All right. Well, listen.
0: <laughs> before we go any further, let's uh, let's let the people listen to, uh, to 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 a taste of it. All okay.
1: Right? All right. Pretty. secret lies See, I'm not cute I'm meant to suit A fashion model size But when I try to tell them, what they think I'm telling lies I say it's in the reach of my arms The span of my gifts, The stride of my steps And the curl of my lips, I'm a woman, a phenomenal woman, yes, I'm a woman. them stand and
0: then they fall down on their knees So, Janice Brogdon's <laughs> still inspiring. Yes,
1: yes, like
0: a yes. You know, I've, I've told, I've told the story several times in here, and I don't care. <laughs> but um, one of the first ones I did was with Reggie Houston, mm-hmm. one of these. And Reggie's a friend of mine, you know, and, and uh, he came in. And I figured, we're just going to sit around bullshit, you know. We're just going to talk about New Orleans and talk about Fats Domino and talk about Richie food. can talk, yes. Talk about baseball, yeah. the things we usually talk about, right? And he walked in and said, I, 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 I'm I, just beginning to breathe. And I went, I, I didn't know what he was talking about because I hadn't mm-hmm. talked to him for a while. And I quick turned the recorder on, and he just let it all out. Yeah. About Janice. He, you know
1: he and she had this incredible connection
0: yeah
1: i mean it it's like what they call palpable yeah they just fit like hand in glove she and and i've i've uh, experienced you know working with reggie quite a bit Mm -hmm. and she just had a way of keeping him calm you know what i mean because he it was complete and if you know reggie
0: that's really important it it is
1: it is and i and i love reggie i i love reggie and um i i what i know it to be is complete trust Uh that's the way janice is if you she said if you let me if you trust me then 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 you don't have to worry about anything you know so
0: and it was was with him was the only time i've ever heard her tell jokes on the stage (laughs) and i know she was funny i know she could be funny as hell but I, she never let it on from the stage, yeah. except for Reggie. <laughs> I'll never forget the Silverton Wine and Jazz, the last Silverton Wine and Jazz Festival. She was just up there being funny. Oh, was she? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: She, I remember when she first started working with Reggie um, um, quite a bit, you know, because yeah. they worked together some. And she expressed to me how happy she was. Mm-hmm. She said, I'm happy. She said, "I'm doing music that I love, yeah. and and with people that I love, I'm happy." And I yeah. was I was so happy to hear that because she, you know, as a single mom, we have to. Well, not we, because I'm not single. My husband, beautiful husband Mark Steele, right. incredible player. I love you, honey. <laughs> 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 she was the breadwinner for her family, and so yeah. she did a lot of gigs that she just didn't like. Yeah, and then she got to a place in her life where. Where she was working with Reggie quite a bit, and we we were working with the choir somewhat too. And she was working with Linda doing duo and trio things. And she said, "I just I I'm happy." She was happy. She worked some with Norman Sylvester, and and you know just doing stuff that she liked. And and I think that's so important.
0: Was she different to work with in a gospel situation uh, uh, than she was in a blues or a soul situation?
1: In the gospel situations. with with me, I can only attest yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, um, about, yeah. she uh, she had a lot more input in yeah. in what was going on. One one thing that I loved about Janice is that um, as a director, yeah. <laughs> as a quiet director. I didn't really have to. I I I had to work, but I knew that Janice was not only paying attention to the music, but she was listening to the voices as well. She is such a vocalist pianist in that. And she could tell when the choir was going off, was maybe not hitting the right note. And she had this wonderful knack for bass lines. Uh Now, I I, um, have a pretty good ear for soprano, alto and tenor, Uh three part harmonies you know I can do that pretty well but the bass lines were like oh god I don't know what to do with that huh. and Janice would right on the spot right on the spot in the rehearsal come up with these incredible bass lines wow. and she would be correcting the choir as <laughs> as um, as um, we were uh, learning the tunes like hitting the one note for the altos or hitting uh-huh. the note for the sopranos and wow. so she I, I think she was um, uh, um involved uh, Not just playing, but she, you know, she would teach songs as well, so you would actually hear Janice speak. Wow. (laughs) So yeah. So
0: how are you different in a, in a gospel situation than, than in, a, in a Solar mm. Blue situation?
1: Well, in a gospel situation, most of the gospel that I do is I'm the choir director. We have this wonderful uh-huh. community choir named Portland Interfaith Gospel Choir. Yeah. Janice was the pianist for it yeah. for about, you know, up until she passed. And um, so in those situations, I've kind of been pushed into leadership you know, my role is, is the choir director, the leader, I teach the songs, I choose the songs, um, and I put together the concerts and I manage the gigs and, and, and all, all of that stuff. I talk with the musicians as well as the singers. So in that way, I'm the, bo- I'm, the bo- I'm boss. I'm yeah. the bossy one. Yeah. Um, That's most of the gospel uh, experience that I have. And I also am the music director out at um, uh, Unity Community in West Lynn. Uh So there I'm again in leadership role inviting people to sing inviting people to join in in community and sing together in one voice. Well, you get so the solo? I do I do right. I solo as Good. well All right. <laughs> but but uh, and I also lead the sing-alongs and 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 in my solos I like to include people so um, if there's a chorus I have I have the congregation sing along in the chorus. Um, uh, to To me what I love about gospel music is um, its unifying—what uh, uh, it does to unify us. I like to sing harmonies with people. I mean, yes, I'm a great vocalist; I can do solos day and night. Mm-hmm. But but what gives me the most pleasure is singing in harmonies with other people, and we creating this energy where we're communicating and and grooving off of one another and we are celebrating our spiritual belief you know so yeah, I hope that answers it <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you came
0: up that way right
1: I did I came up in a musical uh, in a musical family a singing family um my dad um is an incredible bass singer my mom really? has this beautiful rich tenor voice wow. and so our family uh well let's see, a religious background is Church of Christ. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of a cappella singing. So you mm-hmm. always are singing in harmonies and there's always yeah. a bass line that's going. So we we grew up doing that and I um uh got there's involved. something
0: just there's some there's something special about a cappella singing. It is. That you just you can't can't you can't touch it. I just mean, the it's
1: human just, voice. Yeah and then joining with other other voices it's it's pretty amazing you you think we think we need a whole bunch of uh other instruments but the human voice is i think the most powerful instrument it's beautiful it's yeah yeah
0: Yeah, after charleston um shootings in charleston i I did a a gospel set on my kmhd show Mm -hmm. and it was the most beautiful tune shirley caesar and a a choir Mm, and there was no other instruments yeah it was just, you know, yeah. her and this magnificent sound behind her, mm. you know, coming in and, and going out and, 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 yeah, there's just nothing like it.
1: Yeah. Nothing like it. <laughs> I'm addicted to it, yes. Do yeah. <laughs> you listen to it at home? I do. Yeah. I, you know what? I listen to it time when I have to clean the dishes again <laughs> and when I have to mop the floor when I have to yeah. do laundry because yeah. th- those yeah. things kind of I really just don't like doing those things yes. and, and, I, and I don't want to be angry about it so what I what I do is I turn on uh, gospel music turn on a music that calms my soul that makes me happy huh. and so it treats the room it gives the whole uh room a treatment like um, what what do you listen to <laughs> what do I listen to um I listen to Canton Spirituals. I don't know if you know anything about them. Oh, God, the Canton Spirituals. I listen to um, Mississippi Mass Choir because I, I just uh-huh. love that mass choir sound. Yeah. Yeah. I listened to some Kirk Franklin. I listened to uh-huh. Donnie McClurkin. Uh-huh. I love Donnie McClurkin. I listened to an artist named Leandria Johnson. Uh-huh. Um, I listened to... Um, who else I listen to? I don't know if you know who this is. She's married to one of the Isley brothers, um, huh. Angela Winbush. uh uh-huh. You got, oh, uh-huh. I, li- I listen to her. Uh-huh. Um, what else do I listen to? Those are the, my main ones that I have on yeah. my, um, yeah. um, so right now I'm listening to the, uh, blind, boy, the uh, blind Boys of Alabama because oh, yeah. I got to get ready to sing, When was Jesus born? Oh, really? That's Mother of the Year. Yeah, so.
0: <laughs> ah, where are you going to
1: sing that? I'm going to sing that, um, with, uh, it's a coin tele. I think we're doing a blue Christmas recording, uh, oh. a videotaping uh, uh-huh. called Blue Christmas, and uh-huh. there's going to be uh, Reg Houston as, as a matter of fact, uh-huh. and Charmaine Neville, oh, man. and Liz, Liz Vice, um, uh-huh. Sean Holmes, uh, Ural Thomas. There's a whole oh, bunch yeah. of us, and we're going to record some bluesy. Um, even gospel uh, Christmas. Is that for a is video it, or for a TV It's for to, a video. Will it, will it yes. be on television? It will. It'll, it yeah. will be uh, aired on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Wow. Yeah.
0: Very yeah. nice. I'm
1: excited about that. Very, yeah. very nice. <laughs> uh, do you know who else is in the band? I do. Let's see. Peter Damon is on guitar. All right. Brian Foxworth on drums. He's everywhere. Yes, he is. He's a busy <laughs> young man. Uh, ben, uh, ben, ben Jones, Jones? is Big on ben? bass. Yeah. Great bass player. Yeah. Now, Ben will learn some tunes. Ben is a... Ben knows Ben knows everything he
0: really does I was at a Gretchen I was at a a Gretchen Mitchell gig one time Mm -hmm. at at, at the at the Candlelight when she was doing those gigs there yeah and I I I was just hanging out you know between sets and then Gretchen was there and Ben was there and I said hey man do you know Pop That Thing (laughs) to follow follow up to Osley Brothers you know um,
1: I heard about that Pop That Thing and,
0: and, and Gretchen goes no Ben says Ben had still was still holding his bass. Uh-huh. it just started in.:
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, Lewis Payne is, is going to be on organ, so yeah. we, got, we got a really wonderful band, um, yeah. great vocalists. My daughter's going to uh-huh. help sing that uh, when was, uh, last month of the year tune with me on that day too. Oh nice yeah, nice, nice. So they came up like you came up. Well, they did. I would. Um, yeah. I remember that they brought this back to my remembrance. But when I wake them up in the morning, I'd sing up the stairs their names. <laughs> I'd sing them, and so they, uh-huh. they they remembered that. And it's yeah. And I'd be downstairs practicing when they were asleep. So they would, through osmosis, learn these songs. You know. <laughs> so <laughs> any new tune I had to learn, they pretty much learned it because they heard it being played over and over and over and over again. Well, how so would you sing their names? I'd sing, um Lauren Sarah. <laughs> so, that's why I didn't have to. I was really lazy. I didn't have, they slept they sleep upstairs, yeah. and so I'd go to the bottom of the stairs and that's how I'd get them.
0: Oh, you just let go. Oh yeah.
1: I said I am not climbing those stairs to get these kids up. I'm going to sing them. It's not like
0: you did it just now. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, it was like
0: that. No, but I mean, it was a little loud. Oh oh, yes, it was projected.
1: Yes, it uh, was. And then I do it until they would respond. (laughs) Then I knew they were awake.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Um, So uh, the uh, and they came up in the church too.
1: Well, mm, they came up in. Well, let's see. How can I say this? I, I um, I have I have. Since, <laughs> since moving to Portland, yeah. Oregon, I have been hired as uh, the music for church services, yeah. and so yeah. I would I don't have a church home per se. I see. But m- every Sunday, I'm somewhere singing. Yeah. And so they would come with, they would come with me. We don't go to church as a family. I see. That's one of the. Yeah. I, I think one of the. Uh, well, I, I, if I could do it again, you know, yeah. I would I would give them that experience of uh, mm-hmm. us going as a family to church, yeah. but my and yeah. my husband is a musician also and so we work in separate churches. We have uh-huh. very uh, not that often been working in the same uh church service. Uh-huh. So and the girls kind of have it easy in that sense. Right. There's, there's no get up for Sunday school. You better get your church clothes ready the night before. Where are your shoes? There's really none of that, hardly. When did you move to Portland? I moved to Portland in 1990. I graduated college in 92. Uh-huh. So I moved to Portland in 93. Yes. From? From um, Oklahoma City, Spencer, wow. Oklahoma. Yeah culture shock very much so um <laughs> actually a pleasant change for me in a lot of ways and then some ways not so pleasant I was like there's no common sense up here whether everybody just does what they want to do you know it's <laughs> like nobody carries an umbrella <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah and I was like what it rains how many months this is not possible and so the first uh, few years I I uh that I was living here I got bronchitis every oh, no. you know come September I'd lose my voice and then you know at, at about the fifth year I would get less sick and I wouldn't lose my voice completely you know and then yeah. now I kind of got it kind of got it down to a so. how did you
0: manage that did you just,
1: oh, immune system must oh, yeah, have kicked yeah. in you know yeah. 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 <laughs> something in your water up here
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't call it my water. I'm I from, mean, I'm from Baltimore.
1: <laughs> oh, you're from the other side too. You coming from the other? So what, what was? Oh, I know. You, um, you're interviewing me, but what was that like for you?
0: Well, I got here, and I, I, the first thing I said what was what year? 97. Oh, okay. I got here, and the first thing I said was, "Where's the fried chicken at?" <laughs> Because <laughs> Baltimore, we got it on every street corner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where is it? You know, ribs yeah. Where Where is it? No something.
1: sign of green vegetables there except for iceberg lettuce, something like and, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and then I go, I, I call up my friend Art Levine. I say "Where are all the Jews? I can't find any Jews here. I'm used to. I grew up in a Jewish neighbor. I'm Italian, but I grew up in a Jewish neighbor. Yeah. Jewish neighborhood. yeah. And then I go, there's no Italian delis here. It's all related Mm-mm. to food.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I get you. We've got um, a lot of different types of foods out yeah. here, but, and, and it is a trip. You know, there's like only yeah. a couple of barbecue joints oh, yeah. or, uh, you know, a oh, couple yes. of. I'm, uh, well, I'm aware of that. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> that is a bit of a shock. And, uh, it op- and, you know, one thing I love about it is that we're open to new things. Yes. That's what. And, and, yeah. and the um, energy in the air is, and I can only speak for me. And I'm not saying this is true of Oklahoma or any place. Yeah. I can truly speak for me that the energy in the air here was, is so much less oppressive than yeah. where I grew up. Oh, yeah. And I had a certain yeah. experience in Oklahoma, yeah. so I can't say that that's what it's like, but that's yeah. what it is for me. Yeah. And so when I moved here, um, it just... it it. it it just seemed like there was so many, so much more possibility for me to 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 flourish and yeah. grow and yeah. and 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 be o and have the chance to be okay with who I am. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm an African American woman with albinism. So everyone in my family is normally pigmented. I am African American. I am black, y'all. <laughs> if you didn't know that, but anyway, so I I had that um this condition which caused me to have a lot of pain and a lot of like who am I who do I belong with I'm an outsider you know even even in my own family even in my my own culture Uh have um have felt a bit on the outside Uh so and and I still carry some feelings like that because um again that's not I, I don't have any circles where there I have, most of my circles, I am the only person with albinism. So yeah. there is a little bit of a separation there, but I have found that I feel more accepted here. Yeah. And that could just be yeah. my no. own delusion, well, but I feel no. that way. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I just I just needed to be somewhere where I felt like I could raise children in an environment right. where th- there was no... Um, um, where where it felt like there was no right in your face oppression, so yeah, we can yeah. go into a whole other subject about. No, I understand that. You know, I, the, no, the, the I,
0: I, I understand that a lot because I, I'm I'm an Italian American who, who grew up in a in a, in a completely Jewish neighborhood. Mm-hmm. When I went, to, you know, when I went to, to elementary school and and up until junior high, uh, you know, there would be a Jewish holiday and there would be me and one other person in school right and then
1: <laughs> you were like where is to con- everybody to, con-
0: to continue my outsider um i went to a traditionally
1: black college <laughs> oh my lord Mm-mm-mm. you just got all of it did. early on didn't did. you yes i oh. did, I but did. How, how was that for you
0: Oh well, you know, you 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 go into class the first day and you you, you meet you you'd see the instructor and knew that no matter what you did, you could never get
1: anything above a, above a B ever, no matter what. You know. So it's your what is it? Our reparations? Yeah. yeah. Thanks.
0: But you know, as being a writer, um, I, you know, I, I gravitated to the school newspaper, and all those people had my back.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, but nobody else did. I mean, you know, for some reason I was never invited to join a fraternity. <laughs> I don't know why that is. <laughs>
1: So you now know what it's like to be the minority. You knew what it's oh, oh, like. Oh, absolutely. To be the, yeah. yeah. So you grew up with, at least with that consciousness. Well, yeah. of,
0: but I was a minority before that because it was I grew up in a Jewish yeah, neighborhood. Yeah, that's right.
1: You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Plus
0: we were poor.
1: <laughs> oh, Lord. Ooh, honey, I need to be interviewing you. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it makes for um, an interesting journey through life. Yeah. I mean, it, it's... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. uh But
0: I knew, you know, I had had already had a long career in Baltimore. I mean, television Mm -hmm. and radio and print and everything else. Um, And it had sort of (laughs) gone in the toilet. Um, But I I, I, I knew, I had visited Portland once, and I I just had the sense that that it would be welcoming. Mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. you know because I, I was you know a, a kind of a weirdo and in, in, in what i wrote and stuff like that you know but oh, I, I need to look uh, at
1: some of your uh, <laughs> past works i guess delve into you delve into your yeah
0: <laughs> and, and so yeah so yeah i understand it's, this, this yeah. is this is it was a more welcoming place than than certainly yeah. baltimore because in baltimore you know which which was by that time, about 70% black, mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. 50% of the people in Baltimore blamed me for the, for, for their, their what happened to them in life. <laughs> well, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't really have anything to do with it. <laughs> Matter like fact, it just wasn't the opposite, me. It wasn't know? me. Just, just the yeah. opposite.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if you can come somewhere and kind of get a little, have some freedom from all of those kind yeah. of, yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, what do you call it, uh not stereotypes, but get just get some freedom to be right. who you are yeah', yeah. yeah. that 's that's, that's <laughs> what I like about it, and, and not to say that portland isn 't free of that kind of oh, you know no, stereotyping yeah, and and yeah. Um, ostracizing, not to say that it 's right. not, but m- more so, I think you can as an individual yeah. find your way and be yourself and and find people who are like minded yeah in the music community yeah, yeah. it 's hardly ever about color at least I hope not right it's like can you play you, you know play, right. can we communicate together yeah. musically and yeah. that has nothing to do with your color it yeah. has something to do with you know something something deeper than that so yeah so you know? it
0: w- was was uh, was Linda Hornbuckle your your uh, uh how, how can I say this it was, Linda Hornbuckle was a big influence on you wasn't she mm-hmm.
1: she was in you what know. way um, Linda being really what I would call, what, well, what a lot of us call the queen of Portland. Uh-huh. You know, she was like the the premier African-American vocalist. Yeah. And, and she worked all the time. And she was in, and she got to perform in a lot of the, well, I hate to do this, I hate to say it, the it's okay. A-list kind yeah. of places. Yeah, and yeah. she was in demand. Mm-hmm. And for her to be that person and then be so inclusive you -hmm. know what i mean she she um got to know me and enjoyed my voice enjoyed singing with me and would invite me along Mm -hmm. um and, and in that way um she was she is a great mentor because um it's a competitive world and i get that and so i i went in my um Approach and in my dealings with Linda, I I just kind of made it clear to her I'm not trying to take anything from you or mm-hmm. you know there's I'm not coming at you in a competitive way. Yeah, I would just like to sing with you because I think you're freaking amazing and I admired her being a front person for her band and being so strong and being so good and her band was like to me the funkiest thing around. Mm-hmm. I mean. Oh my gosh! I would dream about if I had a band like that, you know. <laughs> then I'd really be doing something. And and she was always very sweet, and um. And I loved her relationship with Janice. I I saw uh-huh. that sisterhood, and uh-huh. and it's like I just love both of them. I felt like they were my friends. I felt like yeah. they were my my sisters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. A lot of a lot of singers say that about about Linda. I mean I remember mm-hmm. when uh, Liv Warfield first came up. That's
1: right. Yeah. She she did the same for Liv. She did. Yeah. She did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 To 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 be at the top and then also to be able to help others come up. I think that is so that's that's the key to it. Because you you don't you know being in your kingdom by yourself is not really that fun if you have yeah. other people <laughs> with you yeah, yeah, you know yeah. uh.
0: huh why um do you do you find yourself um doing
1: little tricks like she used to vocally at all oh, you know when we um when Uh, what was it oh yes when we did the tribute at the uh, Mm -hmm. Crystal Ballroom and I um, or when uh, we were out at um, Dawson Park with Norman this past Mm -hmm. summer honoring Janice and Linda I think I sang a song that Linda sang and then so I learned one of her licks you know something (laughs) like that I was like that's for Linda and her husband Mark you know he recognized it and Uh you know he just (laughs) smiled and (laughs) So many,
0: so many vocalists have come up with
1: Norman Sylvester. Mm-hmm. Yes, Norman is a great mentor. He's oh, kind of like lord. a. Oh
0: lord! kind of like you know the, um, Art Blakey in a way because you know, mm-hmm. uh, Art Blakey was known for having, you know, great young players come up through that band. Yes, you know?
1: he's always been. And
0: Norman has had so many terrific vocalists come up through his band.
1: He really has. He has, and and he. he you know what I like about Norman? Norman. You know how people run their bands. There, there are small bands. There's, you know, three piece, four piece, and yeah. or one person does all the vocals. Norman has always had the band that included a female vocalist. Yeah. I just, I think that's awesome. I think it's awesome, and it's great training ground. You get to watch a person who. Um, who really knows who they are on stage uh-huh. and who really personifies this, yeah. this image. You know, this is the boogie cat, he's a blues man. Yeah. And so you get to watch him um, win the crowd over, you know, <laughs> you get to watch him, um, watch how he interacts with the crowd. That's great to be able to connect. That's one of the things, one of the main things I think I took from uh, working with Norman uh-huh. is understanding the connection. With people, it's not just getting up singing a great song, you know. That's all fine. Like I said, in your kingdom, this that's cool to be in your kingdom and do that. My drive and and what makes me happy, what brings me joy, is to know that we are communicating together. It's a give and take for me. I know who I am. Yeah, I can sing. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, and that's all fine and good. But if I know that we can sing together or we're communicating together, Uh and then it uplifts. Yeah. It uplifts everything that yeah. that's my that's my thing yeah.
0: <laughs> I, isn't there a memory like that also
1: there a memory is like that too oh yeah. man he is yeah. he has catapulted um, young people into their stardom you know what I mean I He's, was
0: talking to one of the one of the people from the Mel Brown's uh, Tuesday Mel Night Mel Brown band. is
1: another one of those mentors as well. Ron Steen. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, go ahead had uh, anyway, well, I was
0: talking to one of the... One of the I forget who, uh, who it was. It was might have been... Uh, it doesn't matter. But I was talking to one of the people in, in the Tuesday Night Band mm-hmm. who said when Thara was there every week, you know, when he was well, mm-hmm. um, that he would scope out the audience.
1: Mm-hmm. Before they
0: started, scope out the audience, see what he... Th- and, and felt... Because he called the tunes,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and he would he would he would proceed that way, depending on how the audience was, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So he was really you know that's that's that's
1: you, know, how that's, you that's, that's do that. That's not Miles
0: Davis turning his back. No, it's not.
1: <laughs> Miles Miles was was a different. Yeah. You know, we we all have yeah. different. Yeah. Different thing, different qualities, or different things we draw on. Yeah. You know. Um, Miles didn't need to draw on. Right. (laughs) Maybe he was really shy. We don't know. (laughs) I don't think Miles was shy.
0: I think he just was... (laughs) I don't think he just um, thought he didn't need to draw on anything.
1: (laughs) You know, that's what makes music alive, I think, is when you get in a room... Because we come up with these set lists, you know, of songs that we really... It should just be a song list. Because Mm -hmm. once you get in the room and you you try something out or you feel something out, then you can... um, feel where the crowd wants to go with you and that makes it alive that makes it an open conversation yeah that means we're talking it's not it's not like I'm just talking at you and you're just listening the whole night yeah you know I'm uh, I'm actually interested in what you're saying back to me right so right right yeah
0: yeah Um, so how is your health
1: my health is fabulous Um, I have um, I have had five surgeries since my diagnosis of stage three breast cancer, Um, and i uh, the last one I had was in September, and I have completely recovered from that. I mean, um, I have one more um, to do sometime next year, and it's not a pressing one, but I am cancer-free. Wow, that's great. I am... I'm feeling better than I felt in years. Really? Yes. Well, that's yes. great to hear. Yeah, I am so thankful. Yeah, I'm so
0: grateful. That must have. It must obviously must affect your your performance.
1: Well, it does. It it adds a level of uh, fearlessness because yeah. it's like I have been <laughs> been yeah. through the fire. So. Yeah. I'm not going I'm I'm no longer going to use the excuse of whatever those excuses I was using right. to not be fully and completely here present. Yeah. Um I I pray before and after and during each performance that I can that I would be completely used by mm-hmm. by this energy I call God creator That 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 is what I am here to do. That I be used in, that I be completely open to be used in that way. Mm. So, um, I have I have, I have no doubt about what what I am supposed to do. Mm -hmm. What what is mine to do? All right, all right.
0: (laughs) So you got some uh, gigs coming up? Oh man, I have to tell you all of them.
1: Okay. Well, you don't have to tell me all of them. I
0: can, I can put some of them on the, just on the page. Oh, know? that would
1: but, be great. Uh, I would like for you to put uh, December 18th on uh-huh. the page. I'm going to be with Lou, Louis Payne, and we're having a holiday party at Jimmy Max. All right. Renato will be there. Brian oh, Foxworth, nice. Dave Raoult.
0: Is it true that Renato has been on the road with Merle Haggard? Yes, he what has. Is that about?
1: <laughs> <That's> Miranda, about- <laughs> what is that about? What is that about? And you know, what's so cool about that? Because I asked Renato, I said, well, do you have to learn any of Merle's you know any of his songs and he said nope he said Merle just wants wants me to do what I do I said you gotta be kidding me (laughs) I mean if there is if there's a perfect prayer for any musician it is that to be you know to be on the road with a uh, well-established artist and being paid well being paid well to be exactly who you are oh my god what a concept
0: Esperanza told me once that. Bernardo was like the greatest road road guy on earth mm-hmm. to travel with.
1: Is is he po- is he positive or is he quiet or? He it, <laughs> I think he's just
0: good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, oh, very positive. You know.
1: Yeah. When when I've ridden with him to gigs, uh, he is a pleasant guy. He's always got something interesting interesting to say, and um, you know he speaks with that beautiful accent, so Uh that's always nice to hear. Um, And and he's always got something. uh, He's playing something, some new music to Mm -hmm. listen to, Mm -hmm. you know. So yeah, I really like Renato. (laughs) So who else? Who else? Oh, Jimmy Max. um, Oh, we're going to have Reverend Emmett Wheatfall, who is um, a poet. Mm -hmm. He's going to be there. I think he's going to do a couple of pieces. Uh who else i think that's it that's I might, good enough yeah honey <laughs> shoot what else do you want <laughs> yeah really <laughs> and I, I will be at jimmy Max on uh, new year's eve with mel brown and the guys it falls on a thursday night very nice so they asked me to come down and and i'm gonna do that also um if you like good gospel music and i'm mm-hmm. telling you this interfaith choir that i'm working with uh-huh. december the 6th this sunday um, we will be out at uh, Mount Tabor Presbyterian doing our fall concert. Uh-huh. And this choir is made up of, I'm going to tell you the truth, predominantly white folks. Uh-huh. Can I say that like that? You can that? say that. Yes. Okay. Predominantly I'm, I'm white. white folks. And we all come Actually, from... Actually, I'm not white. I'm Italian. I know. You're Go Italian. Like that, so, right? Go ahead. <laughs> But you know, black people, we think you white. So, <laughs> <Thank> you. anyway. <laughs> you know, so it's fun. Funny, I,
0: I I used to do this character on on KMHD. Uh-huh. I was a, 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 um, I did, did this late night KMHD thing, and it was it was like I was the bartender. Uh huh. And all the Baltimore came out. Oh okay. my! All the Baltimore came out.
1: What is Baltimore like? It's I mean, what is the ba- what what is that?
0: I, it's hard to explain,
1: but you know. <laughs> I'm, okay.
0: Tom, the bartender.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> and and I'm in a,
0: I was in a club and Carlton Jackson comes up to me, behind me, and puts his hands on my shoulders and gives the thing back to me, right? Uh-huh. But like, like, he was imitating me. As uh-huh. the, and I went, oh, okay. I must be, it must be cool then. <laughs> that's funny. Go on. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: so December the 6th, uh, oh, and it's, it's a choir that's made up of people of all... Um, different beliefs and backgrounds wow. Wow. um and we get together and we sing black gospel music uh-huh. we sing the art form that is black gospel music uh-huh. and so you got people who are agnostics we've got some buddhists we've uh-huh. got christians we've got uh new thought folks uh-huh. and we get together and we sing this art form that's black gospel music and it is one of it is beautiful it's unifying it's healing, and so I teach it um I teach it in its uh, i get folks to sing as authentically as as I can close to the style, so we're teaching the different phonetics we're teaching we're teaching um the different types of rhythms and grooves, and mm-hmm. so a lot of people are learning it's almost like learning a new language mm-hmm. for for a lot of people it's it's not just the one two three four or the nice waltzes or whatnot it's like the african undertones that that make gospel what it is african-american gospel what it is so we are having a concert on december the 6th Uh, Norman Sylvester will be there because we've got a um, uh, an outreach going to Irvington uh, Elementary School. I'll Mm -hmm. be teaching there in um, the spring. Very good. (laughs) Um, So that's happening December um, sixth, December twelfth. I'm at Unity Uh with um, Reggie Houston. Tyrone Hendrix and Carl Falls, and we oh, do this man. concert called Soul-Filled Christmas. Uh, so we bring the soul up to West Lynn. There you go. So that's on my website <laughs> as <laughs> you could well. Could use some. It's like yeah, I, and it's, and could, they are so soul, yeah. welcoming and yeah. and just so open for it. Yeah. And Norman yeah. usually gets everybody on their feet. He's yeah. wonderful that way. And also December the twenty-first, I'll be at the Lake Theater where Dean Mueller oh, cool. is Monday night. Yeah, we're we're gonna have a small group of. Vocalist, and we'll do a gospel-type Christmas there, Marietta uh, Collier, uh-huh. Mary Tucker, and Janice's daughter, Arietta Ward, uh, yeah. will be joining me along with John Gaines. Miss is
0: doing pretty good for herself right Miss now. Miss Etta
1: is doing her thing. She I'm is becoming... You. She is fearless now as well. Yeah. She, for a long time, was kind of wondering what... Yeah. You know, and kind of fearful of being all of herself. And, yeah. you know, with her, the passing of her mom, it's really shaken her and and has made her clearer and less afraid to step out and be this yeah. incredible i call her a prophet because every time she gets up she's singing a song but she's preaching too yeah. so you, it, yeah. and i <laughs> i love Arietta, and you have to almost know her to be able to understand the language uh-huh. <laughs> so <laughs> we call it etaisms and it's sure enough she's got some uh She's got some wonderful ways of, of of singing, and I just love her. I have. She's become. She's become a very close friend. Yeah.
0: Great. Great. Well, we should. What 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 song on this new album was the most fun for you?
1: <laughs> oh my. Um, I will say there's a couple of them that was the most fun. Uh-huh. I just love. The song "I Love You More Today Than Yesterday." I just love it. <laughs> I, it just makes me happy to yeah. sing it. Yeah, yeah. I just love the style. Um, uh-huh. I had a good time singing "Rock Me Baby," <laughs> and and I'll tell you the reason why. I had such a good time. It was the 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 second day of recording. Renato wasn't there, so I was able to be in the booth, and so. And I was thinking, okay, rock me, baby. It's been done a million times. So I kind of got in there and sat down and closed my eyes. And I thought, if I was really in the room with, if I was, let's just say I took on the persona of an old blues man. And 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 he he wouldn't he wouldn't know this, but I particularly was thinking about Curtis Elgato for some reason. (laughs) And the way I love the way he takes things and phrases them Uh and um and and leaves a lot of space. And I just—it's so effective. Um, did you call? Did you just call Curtis old? Well, you know, you know, Curtis is an old black man. You already know it. That's right, Curtis Elgato. I said it. But anyway, I was thinking about him and 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 people like Taj Mahal mm-hmm. and and other blues men. For some reason, I uh-huh. just tapped into that, and and I imagined what I would sing to them. You know how uh-huh. how you know, and so the way the song started out is just simply rock me baby space just like i'm right in the room talk and then i also thought about you know my husband what would i say to him rock me all night long you know it's like so i was in that booth having a good good time and so that's that's why i really like that song um well,
0: why don't we go out on that? Okay. All right. Thank you so much for being here. Thank this you, much. This has Tom. been great. Thank you.
1: Thanks for having me. Rock me, baby. Rock me on. Will you do it for me, honey? <laughs> rock me, baby. Come on and rock me all night long. I want you to rock me, sugar. Just like my back. Ain't Down a good old dusty road (laughs) Roll me baby Like you roll the wagon away I want you to lay me across your bed, take me, sweet lover of mine, and throw me across your bed, that big brass one, because I'm a big girl now, (laughs) then I want you to get a hold of me, daddy, (laughs) and rock me till my face. Turn Terry Red Back in